You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs. Safety is imprinted and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. Hi, my loves. So today's episode is a quick one. I had a chat with a lovely soul that was inside Sacred Singlehood, and I've never done this before, but I wanted to give like an insider's peek of someone who's went through it, of someone, their hesitations, their excitement, what they got from it so that you guys can get a peek inside what we're doing. Plus this woman is absolutely fucking incredible. Make sure to bring her back um, to interview her on her business side of things. But if you're new to my world or you've been an old friend and you're like, I've heard you speak about Sacred Singlehead a thousand times, but I'm not quite sure what it is. This is not a dating program. This is not a relationship program, even though I do teach on relationships. This is about you. It's a trauma-informed approach for becoming you again. It's about healing your trauma from a lens of the modern woman. And I know all that is like, what? (laughs) But when I was going through my journey of leaving domestic violence and overcoming addictions and trying to find my footing again after 25 years of chaos. I had built my first business. It was a successful business, multi-six-figure business or six-figure business. And I never actually healed my stuff. I thought if I could just become more successful, if I could just figure out this type of strategy, if I could just hit, you know, a certain K number of thousand dollars worth in my, um, per month, if I could just get something, then I would feel like I was a good person. Then I would feel like I was worthy of love. Then I would feel like, you know, I rectified what I had done in my past. And that moment never came. And I make this joke that I like did business backwards, but but it was for a reason. Like I first got into business or into coaching, into this field, simply because I was afraid of my own life. Right? I started my first health coaching business and it was just simply health coaching. And then I kept getting more sick and more sick. And that's how I got specialized in gut health and IBS anxiety, gut brain connection, neuroinflammation, a whole bunch of science stuff. And 
then it was like I had to look at business, right? And so because I hadn't healed my trauma, I became hyper-obsessed with my nutrition and I became hyper-obsessed with my business and I didn't have any relationships. And that was glorified, right? Because that's the hustle culture. That's that's what we see. It's like, oh, yes, like I do agree entrepreneurship is kind of selfish, but it's like, well, you have to give up your life and you have to become obsessed and you have to work these 16-hour days and forget to eat and just kind of be a shell of a human. That's why most people don't do entrepreneurship, right? Like it's, it is a hard thing. I'm not going to lie, but I found myself in this bubble where, you know, my best friend at the time would have to come meet me at this place called the commons in Thailand. And she would, we would order a bottle of wine on a Saturday and she would literally have to drag me away from my laptop. And I just wasn't there. Like it's all a blur because I wasn't actually feeling anything. I was so obsessed with my business. And if I look at it now, it's because I was so obsessed with proving that I wasn't that old version of myself that had gotten herself into drugs and a domestically violent relationship and lost herself in all these things. And, you know, I never, I never healed that. I just created a new identity and it got to the point that I, you know, COVID happened. And I remember thinking to myself, like, what is all of this worth? Like, what's it worth? What was the point of building all this if I feel so alone and I crave intimacy and I want a partnership, but I'm so afraid of it. And that, you know, I want a relationship with my family, but I'm so afraid of it. And I want this healthy relationship to food and my body, but I have no idea how it works in a way that it feels free and loose and flowy. Like I didn't know. And I kept always talking about like, I wish I was more feminine and I didn't get what that meant. And it was this whole thing. And so I remember packing, I mean, not packing instantly, but like, I was like, okay, well, something has to change. And that means me because I am the common denominator of everything in my life. And you might be at that moment in your life. You might be inching towards it, or you might be like, I don't fucking know, Laura. I'm perfectly balanced. And if you are, I'd love to talk to you. Um, And three weeks later, I boarded a plane and moved back to America. And I had no idea. I didn't have a home to go to. I didn't really have friends here anymore. Um, I didn't really have a plan other than the fact that, like, I had this vision of my life. I wanted to have Sunday family dinners. I wanted to be with a man that I love. I wanted to feel very comfortable in my body. I wanted to have a business that went around my life instead of my life trying to squeeze around my business. And I was unafraid of doing that. And that led me to studying trauma because I realized although I had gotten myself out of these situations, I didn't actually understand trauma. And all this time, I'm still in gut health. I'm still doing these things. And I'm learning how all of this is related to the somatics of my body is related to, you know, I didn't under actually, actually understand my body and how to relax it. I didn't understand the parts of my nervous system. I didn't understand all of these things, how to sit in uncertainty, how to navigate voids, how to heal my masculine and feminine energy, how to really have conversations around motherhood and fatherhood wounds that didn't stick with the origin story, but 
created this awareness around who I am and who I want to become and what I have to release in order to become that version of myself instead of focusing on the past. I really wanted to focus on the present and building resiliency for the future. So I threw myself into school, threw myself into the school of life as well. And sacred singlehood was born. And it was the process of becoming the one. And you guys have heard me say this program is, you know, about becoming the one for your one. But it's not a relationship program. I started this whole journey so I could be a better mother to my future daughter. Because not that I was pregnant, nothing. Like I just, I saw generational trauma happening and I wanted to be able to communicate with my daughter. And I wanted to be able to heal, be healed enough so that I didn't pass that to her. I took that as my responsibility. And then it became, I wanted to be a better leader. And a lot of my clients had trauma. And so I was like, okay, I need to learn to hold space for this. And that means I have to heal my own trauma. So I'm not triggered by theirs. So I'm not taking theirs on. So I'm not doing these things. And I see this as leaders is like, we don't actually understand trauma. We understand shadow work. We understand You know, maybe you've gone to therapy or maybe you've read a book or maybe you're using TikTok as your therapist, but there's actual things in our nervous system we have to embody and get into and understand. But a lot of times, high achievers, myself included, what I was doing was I was just studying. I wasn't becoming. I wasn't being. And it wasn't until my heartbreak when I started this podcast that I actually stepped into this work and you guys saw me quantum leap my healing heart. Like I look back at it and I'm like, what the pickle? But that's because I was launching Sacred Singlehood over and over again, refining it, becoming better, learning these things, and then I found my love. And so the love is just a byproduct, but the core of it is for these high-achieving women that want a safe place to soften and haven't quite figured that out yet because they're afraid that they'll lose their edge if they do. But there's an art to this. There's such an art, there's such a different type of conversation when it comes to being a high achiever and doing the trauma work and figuring out your feminine edge and calling in the right types of invitations, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a business partner, whether that's a client or a lover. It's to be the best version of yourselves and that means doing the trauma work. There is no other option. We cannot bypass these things. We look so much at, if I can just become more successful, then I'll focus on this. And it's like the reason you're not becoming the success level that you desire to be and you feel unfulfilled in the numbers that you have is because you haven't done this work. And I say I did entrepreneurship backwards because I paused the focus of money and it became how much life can I fit in? How can I understand myself a little bit more? How can I create this slow bird so it's long term? To regulate my nervous system, to have consistency, to be able to have a life outside of my business, to have a life that then my business complements. It doesn't create it. And so Sacred Singlehood, you know, even the name, it's like, oh yeah, like maybe that's relationships. It has nothing to do with it. Yes, of course we talk about it because relationships are the core of life. It is the core of life that is our primal need. And even if you're a business owner, we need relationships to have a successful business. That's it. We need interrelationship interpersonal relational skills. We need self uh, relational awareness. We need nervous system regulation. We need to be able to see the present moment as it is 
so that we're not viewing it through the lens of our past, but we're actually fully present with the people we care about, whether that's a client, ourselves, or a child, or a lover. It's a gift. This, is a, this program is art. It's art. It needs to be in everyone's inbox. And I'm so excited for when it is, but the thing that I love the most is it's people like this that I'm bringing you today that have been through this program where it's the softening. They're so fucking strong. They're so brilliant. They're so successful. Multi six-figure company, six-figure companies. Like, you know, I've had teachers, I've had mothers, I've had people in their 70s go through this program. And it's about the softening. And the thing that I love most that is so different that I don't see is like, yes, you have the modules, but that like, it's not even a program. It's a mastermind. Like it is a niched mastermind. We have our telegram group that you get your support in. So you get coaching because I truly believe that's the only way trauma can be healed. It's in the moment. It's great what you do in therapy. It's great what you do when you're watching programs. It's great what you do when you look at TikTok and Instagram and whatever the fuck you're looking at. But the real healing is in the midst of the trigger again and again and again until it's no longer there. And so I want to create experiences like that. This is why Shattered was so successful. That's why Sacred Singlehood has been so transformative. It's it's high touch. It's accountability. It's the safest place to land around the subject. To be a tender-hearted entrepreneur is such a gift to this world. To be a tender-hearted woman is such a gift. Nowadays, we live in a world where like the rare and the valuable and the unique are the only things that are noticed and seen and to claim a seat for that for yourself. For yourself first. To own it. To be like, fuck. Who I am is so fucking delicious. I'm safe. I am loved. I am here. You are safe. You are loved. You are here. And so I wanted to bring you one of the brilliant souls from Sacred Singlehood to your ears. To hear what she had to say because I can speak it into existence a thousand times and I love it and I show up every time for it because this program is my life it's my blood it's my soul it's my everything this program has made me who I am time and time again it's my rebirth (laughs) over and over again that's why I love it so much and so I wanted you to hear her and her words and her heart and her transformation and at the end of it if you feel called come hang out you can come join us. I'll put the link in the show notes. And if you want to have a conversation about it, just DM me over at it's Laura Patricia Martin, ITS Laura Patricia Martin. And you know, I never sell. Like I sell, obviously I fucking love marketing and selling, but it's always an invitation and I will not chase. I will not prod. I will not do anything. That's not my vibe. I'm a projector. We invite and we wait. And I know sometimes it's like, I want to have a conversation without knowing this person is going to jump down my throat. I got your back on that. See if it's a good fit. I trust your timing. I've talked to some of you. It's like, yeah, finances, whatever. It's like, cool, let's work out a payment plan. And we've done that. Like, there's no worry at all. And so come hang out with your questions, come hang out with your concerns, come hang out with your feedback. I'm, I'm open to it. You know, I'm, I want this to be a conversation. And if it's not me, it's Cassandra. And Cassandra will push it my way. So I love you so, so freaking much. And I'm so happy you're here. And I'm so happy this gets to dance into your ears. This 
this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whatever it is for you. So I love you. Happy healing, baby. Sure. There we go. Hi, cuteness. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here with you. How are you? Me too. I'm so excited to just do this quick little riff around sacred singlehood. And I know we just spent some time just catching up and I, I just love it because I know, I don't know, I can think of when we first started chatting and it was like the questioning and the not knowing and the, you know, lots of things going on and like all these kind of things. And now it's just this like, you fucking know yourself. Like even seeing your content and doing your stuff, like you are just uh, a force, like in the, in the most grounded way. And it's so beautiful. And so I just wanted to bring you here and chat about sacred singlehood, what happened before, what happened during, what happened after, and how life is and things like that. Um, and for starting out, I wanted to talk about before sacred singlehood, what was like, what was the external, not symptom or problem, but like the thing, the thing in your life that was like, mm, I need to start looking at my relationships alongside building my business. Like, what was that? Well, mm, before Sacred Singlehood, I was just obsessed with my business. And um, through Sacred Singlehood, I actually realized that I had a trauma bond with my business, but there was a lot of things going on in my relationship, my six-year relationship. It was falling apart and I was feeling really like uncertain and scared about that and then avoiding it and avoiding a lot of relationships in my life as I built my business because my business was kind of built out of trauma and out of fear and out of like this need and, and desire also like this thing I wanted to do but the rest of my life was kind of taking a hit as I built my business um and I did a good job but I wasn't it's not sustainable and it's not like the rich experience that I really really wanted mm -hmm. and through sacred singlehood I worked through a lot of like the attachment style that actually has been rippling into a lot of different areas of my life not just my relationship with my like sort of ex that's the situation that we're figuring out right now but it's been rippling through like how I look at my business because I've also noticed now when I'm triggered and I just want to go into business and producing something for somebody else out of a triggered response that's not really the vibe I want to cultivate in my business and as I'm helping other people in transformation I'm able to actually notice the big difference of like when I am trying to avoid something by by like doing you can't see my little quotey fingers doing <laughs> like doing something productive in my business and so sacred singlehood was a really powerful way to actually look at myself and begin to regulate my nervous system in a different way and like feel this deeper trust in myself mm, I love and I like even what you said like resonates with me. It's like the normal sense of like, if, because if like relationship or life or something, it's heavy, it's like, oh, that makes me feel a certain way where my business holds me to a certain power. So I'm going to like latch onto that for like identity versus actually looking at the wound, looking at what this attachment style is because our business is an attachment. And I think often we forget, like, it's not just relationship. It's not just me and partner, you and partner. It's like, we have relationships with everything, even business and even objects, like random stuff. And so I love hearing that. And again, with time, with food, with business, with all relationships. And if you exactly. like notice those core attachment style wounds, you get to see where they show up everywhere. 
Exactly. And then it's, it's like the awareness of it and the repetition of it. And I know we were kind of talking about that where it's, it's like great to learn these things, but it's like in the practice of it, like going through a trigger and then you're like, Hey, this is what's going on and the support in that. So I'd love to know, like, at what point in the process did you start to feel a shift in yourself? And what was, what was that? Well, there was a couple of things that really start, I mean, the beginning of it, even actually looking at nutrition and the way I nourished my body as a way of like creating safety and security in my system as a woman, like that even in itself was really powerful and beneficial the way that you teach that. And then really going into the different states of the nervous system and noticing when I'm in each one and like what to do and creating awareness there. That was all like big stuff. And that's just at the beginning. So from the beginning, it all started to like work and help me notice different ways that I um, relate to myself and the patterns and the responses of like when I'm where and what my go-to was and how to actually like work that through my system, which helps to work through the deeper stuff that you teach in sacred singlehood to really move through. It's crafted quite well, I must say, darling. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There's a method to the madness. I love it. But it is so true because I've loved like when we would be in Voxer or WhatsApp or whatever we were in, the audio voice notes where it's, I got to see you step into this rest and step into this radical ownership over what your emotions were. Where it's like, I'm in my moon cave. I'm in, you know, and all these kind of things of like giving yourself permission to actually be in this feminine and receive the healing and take the space for it. And then just getting to witness you in that was so freaking powerful. And so that was, I mean, you're freaking brilliant at this work and I love it. And I love what you're doing and how it's shifted and all of that. And I'd love to know, I mean, for anyone listening that's on the fence, what do you feel was the best resource for you in the program? And what do you feel like anyone that would be on the fence or, anything like that, that they would need to hear and support. (laughs) Well, I will just start by saying that the content is straight fire. It's really good stuff. It is so layered with so much goodness to really help look at deep, deep stuff. And the way that you do it is different. It's not like any other courses. I've taken dozens of courses, all sorts of mentorship, (laughs) but the way you do it is very different. I like the way that, you know, you teach. I like the way that you live. I like the way that you model. And there was, I just want to mention like the mother and father wounding way that you have us look at it's how it's impacted ourselves. And like, we heal the relationship with self. And that is like that ripple of like becoming our own parent. It's so good. And then having you walk through all of it in the boxer WhatsApp, whatever it was that I think we're using WhatsApp, but the way that you mentor through these things and having that space to go into to actually like apply it in real time and ask vulnerable questions. Cause as a woman in power leading lots of people, <laughs> it's nice to have a soft space to land and like the vulnerable intricacies of those deeper questions of like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like in relationship, in life and like figuring out how to move through those things, you hold a really powerful space and you're mentorship was like honestly I mean I love the content and I love the mentorship piece that you offer also so for anybody who's on the fence and you're looking for something to come deeper home to yourself while being wildly successful like if you're desiring like a little more enjoyment in life and a softer heart and more openness to like pleasure and really having a richer experience beyond your business this is a great place for you to land it's something that can support you and your business because as a whole woman 
the more that you can be full and nurture relationships was like my lowest spot in my life because I was so wounded and hurt and like I'm a great leader but like am I ever actually led or met and so finding a tender space with you Laura and like this container that you created was really powerful for me and really beautiful and so I know that you offer that for anybody else who's like on the fence or thinking it's a maybe I say jump in babe because you you deserve to have like how much you love your freaking business can you imagine loving a man or a woman or a person or yourself that much like what about that isn't that worth it <laughs> oh my god I love you so freaking much thank you for your time and your energy and the space in all the things, is there any last words, anything like that before I close this out? I just love you and I love how you're sharing the way that you this work has worked for you and where you've come from and where you are now and this love that is like penetrating your whole entire being and this like meeting you. It's very inspiring to see, you know, knowing your story and knowing that you are the embodiment of what you teach. Mm -hmm. It's just beautiful. And I think we're all worthy of that kind of like juicy ass freeing love where you get to fully be yourself and honor yourself and like love your life and then have this man that meets you there so that's that's what i want to say you're a great model and teacher and guide and sister and i'm really grateful for you oh my goodness i love you so so much thank you for this i love you too <laughs>